You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. C. Welcome to Cozy Womb Podcast. Let's go. Hey, this is Shan, Mama the Girls. Thank you for checking in. If this is your first time at Cozy Womb Podcast, welcome. It's a very random but frequently posted show. Enjoy what you can when you can. It's for new parents. Y'all are very welcome. It's for a second, third, or more time around parents too. And I did not forget those of you who aren't quite there yet, haven't had your first kid, but you're thinking about it and you're just curious on what it takes to go ahead and survive the kids that you may make. Cool. Since we're all here, let's get into today's episode. mom and dad is Shan. Uh, Today I just wanted to focus on the fact that you can't have happy kids if you are not happy. If you as a parent, as a mom or a dad, y'all are not happy and y'all are living together, you're displaying um, characteristics that your child should look for in someone they should want to live with or they should want to marry or they should want to be with or they should live with and if that's not the example that you want your child to see you have to figure out what it is that's going to make you guys separately happy or equally happy together and do that a lot of people will say I'll give up my happiness so that my kids can have whatever they want and do whatever they want but when you do that You kind of give off a complex to your children to where they're going to grow up and fake like everything's okay. And I don't want my children growing up and faking like everything's okay if it's not okay. Because they're going to start lying to themselves. They're going to start lying to people that love them. They're going to start like portraying 
that everything in their life is going as planned and everything's together. And when you do that, it's kind of like holding in a lot of anger, resentment, sadness. And one day that's going to explode. One day that's going to show up in their relationships. One day that's going to show up in how they treat other people. So if I'm not truly happy, my kids can be truly happy. Some people will say spending money on my family makes me happy. Cool. But money isn't everything. Money is fluid. Money will come in and money will go out. And if your money is coming in and going out in a pattern consistently, inconsistently, and that weighs your happiness, and that weighs your children's happiness, then money is in control. You have to be in control of your money. You have to be in control of your happiness. You have to be in control of your peace. You cannot let money rule how your kids are happy, how you are happy, how your household moves. Now, I do understand that you need money to have options in order to do certain things. Yes, you do. But when you're your happiest, you're your most honest self. And if you're going to be your most honest self, all good things gravitate to people who are honest. All good things gravitate to people who are happy. Nobody really goes out into the world and like, let me find the most unhappy person so I could talk to them. Let me find the most unhappy person so I could hire them. Let me find the most unhappy person so I could be with them and be in a relationship. Nobody's doing that. And But a lot of people are out here unhappy, faking that they're happy, getting together with people who probably are faking that they're happy too in order to be happy together. And if you have two dishonest people faking that they're happy and they end up together, then there's going to be always underlining issues that are going to come up throughout their relationship where they realize neither one of them are really happy. Both of them been lying. A lot of people will say it's easier to be happy, happier when you have money. I don't think so because we see rich people, wealthy people, people that work in the stock market, people that have billions of dollars kill themselves every day, are depressed. Their kids are depressed. Their kids are on drugs. Their kids are um, out here going against the grain. Uh, getting, you know, charges, getting locked up for the sake of, I want attention. I want somebody to pay me attention. I want someone to care about me. All this person comes to me for is money. This person only calls me for money. This person only lives here because I give them a house. I give them a car. Anything they ask for, they come to me. Just recently, I want to say two weeks ago, Brian McKnight posted um, a live video about how, you know, he raised his sons um, and he gave them everything that they wanted. And in their 20s, um, he got them an apartment and paid for it, I think, a year or up to two years. And he said, after that, you're on your own. And I think now his sons are close to 30. And... They are saying how their father abandoned them. No, your father didn't abandon you, 
But I think your father cut off, um, you know, the bottle, quote unquote, that you were drinking from a little too late. I think Brian McKnight should have uh, guided his sons into finding their own way on what they wanted to do professionally to take care of the lifestyle that they wanted from their teen years, okay? And into their 20s, you know, guide them. But you can't come to me for everything. You can't come to me for money. It's time for you to get out and get a job. You can't come to me to support your lifestyle. It's time for you to figure that out. And now it's kind of like your grown sons are having a temper tantrum. Because when you live to provide for other people, that's cool. That's an automatic parent trait for some people. But when your children's happiness depends on you having money and making them happy with the money and nothing else that you can do can make them happy, they're going to be unhappy people when that runs out. They're going to have a backlash on you when that runs out. When you can't pay for their wants and their needs, when they grow up, they're going to have an issue. Right now, I don't have a million dollars coming through my hands for my kids. I can't do everything I want to do for my kids when I want to do it. I have to be selective. I have to prioritize. I have to see what they need when they need it, prepare it, and give it to them, right? But my kids don't know that. They know, you know, the surface of it, but they don't know that I don't have a million dollars in the bank. They don't know that I don't drive a $100,000 car. They don't know that my house doesn't cost a million dollars. They know that my mom has a house. My mom owns a car. My mom can take us to school. My mom can buy me something to eat. My mom has toys at the house. My mom has a room for me. She has clothes for me. Uh, We do things together. We go to the park. My mom has good friends. My mom uh, has a mom that I can call, grandma. We can go to, you know, our uncle's shop to go see him. We could go see our cousins. They know that stuff. And within that stuff, they have their happiness. But yes, it does cost money in order to have those things. But those things do not hold my kids happiness when it comes to the money is more than that it's the fact that I prioritize my life to the point where I can give them those things I can give them you know that peace of mind that they're going to be okay I don't let money dictate me you cannot parent and uh have your children's happiness be based upon money or based upon a job defining who you can be and who you are. I have to, I have to do things my way. A lot of people like to go against the grain of how I do things, but I have to do things my way. If I'm not feeling the situation, I'm out. If I can't speak on a situation freely and honestly, I'm out. You cannot disturb your home with misery. 
So if you are not happy, your kids are going to sense that. And they might act out. Or they might be antisocial. You have to be honest. You have to take breaks if you need a break. And you have to teach your kids that it's okay to not be okay and say you're not okay. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to want to talk to somebody about what you're thinking, what you're feeling. And it's okay to be there for your kids. It's okay to buy your kids things sometimes. But it's way more beneficial for you to teach your kids ways of being independent. Because my sense of, ooh, I'm okay, is I know I drop the girls off. I know they're at school. I hope that they're safe. I hope that they're learning. But I know what I did that helped with them getting to where they are. I know that they left with clean clothes. I know what they left eating breakfast. I know what they left with socks and shoes. I know that what I taught them before they left my presence. And I know they're independent to a certain, you know, a certain level. And then they're going to need some guidance. That's way more beneficial than you having the money to hold their hand the whole way. You have to be happy. If you're not happy in a relationship, don't have that relationship displayed around your kids. If you're not happy at the job that you're at, figure out the next job that you need to go to. If you're not happy living in the environment that you're living in, and there's a lot of negativity around you, you're going to have to find a way to get out of your environment. You're going to have to find a way to maybe sometimes visit that family, but not be around them all the time if it's a toxic situation. If you're not happy with the school that your child is at, you're going to have to find a way to get them in a better school. Because anything that stops your child from learning at their best is going to prevent your child from being their best in life. And that's at home if they can't learn anything at home, if they can't find anywhere quiet in their home to learn. That's at school if there's so much going on and then less teaching. That's going to be a problem. Sometimes when you're a parent, your kids cannot come first. And I'm not saying that that they shouldn't. I'm just saying if you're mentally not okay... There's no way that you can be your 100% best parent. Like growing up, I remember my mom being really sick, you know, when I was young. I remember being in the ambulance with her multiple times. I remember going to the hospital with her multiple times um, when she had strokes. I remember being in foster home when she couldn't take care of me and my youngest brother. I remember family not coming to have us, to keep us. I remember us being in a shelter. I remember her always putting other people before herself, even when she didn't have it. I remember her struggling. I remember days where she would cry in her room. I remember her never wanting to ask for help, even though she would break her back to help somebody else. Um, I remember observing her face seeing other people that were together in love or in their marriage and I could see that she that's something she wanted but she didn't have anymore I remember 
remember all of that. And when your child internalizes that, they don't forget. Like I am 32 years old and all of this has happened when I was 6, 8, 11, 13, 16, 17. Like all throughout those years, I can remember those days vividly. So if I can remember that, your kids are seeing that. They're going to remember that. That's going to leave an impression. And if ever I get sad or if ever I get upset or if ever I get um, frustrated, if ever I need help and I don't reach out and call somebody that's supposed to be my friend or supposed to be my family that could possibly help or possibly know that I need help, I'm going to show my kids that they shouldn't ask for help when they need help. And I don't want that. Whenever my kids need help and when they grow up, I want them to be able to call somebody and ask for help. I don't want to be my mom. I don't want to strain myself to help somebody else when I'm really mentally not there. You don't want to show your kids that. Make sure that you're okay to make sure that your kids are okay. When you're on a plane and you have an infant or a child that's sitting in your lap, the stewardess is going to tell you that if there is emergency, the face mask will drop from above. Put that face mask onto your face first and then put one onto your child. And they tell you that because if something goes down and... Your child can't breathe, but you can't breathe to help your child. How are you going to help your child? You have to make sure you are okay first if you know more and you're the adult in order for your child to be okay. No one is going to love your children like you love your children. Not the government, not your cousins, not your sister, not your parents. You're going to always love your child more than anybody else on this planet. So make sure that you're okay. The other thing that you're gonna have to do is know what matters in your family. In somebody else's house, maybe money is first. In somebody else's house, maybe status is first. In somebody else's house, maybe looks are first. Oh, we can't go out the house that don't look right. Oh, we can't go over there with them. That's that's not gonna look right. That's not a good look for us. We can't be associated with, you know, shopping there because that's not a good look for us. If that's what rules your household and that's what's priority for you, cool. In my house, it's more so, are you okay? What do you feel like doing? How can we do it? Can we do it? Are you okay? What do you feel like doing? How can we do it? Okay? Will we do it? It's very simple. But I can't do anything based upon dishonesty. I don't work based upon dishonesty. I'm not going to do anything in a workplace for the sake of getting money and deceiving somebody for the sake of getting money. The other day, I was going to Kroger to go pick up some things before I picked up the girls. And this it was this elderly lady with a cane, and she was walking to her car, 
in the pouring rain and I had an umbrella. I'm going into the store. I'm leaving my car. And I walked up to her. And I put the umbrella over her and I said, where is your car? And she was like, oh, it's over there. You don't have to do this. I know I don't have to do this, but I don't really have to be anywhere right now. I have time. I'll walk you to your car. I didn't have to do that. But me being able to do that for her when I know I had the time and she could appreciate it. And that's something she needed at that moment. I didn't have any issue in doing that. Priority in my family is do what you can do for somebody for the sake of doing it because it's a good thing. Not for the sake of getting anything. I didn't need anything from her. She couldn't do anything for me. But sometimes you just have to do good things. Everything that I do has to come from a good place. And not everybody's going to like it. Not everybody's going to agree with it. But that's what matters to me. That's what matters in my house. That's what matters to my family. And people have to learn also to create happier moments. If everything is like crumbling around you or you feel like nothing's working around you, try to find something happy that you can do that's free. Maybe it's coloring with your kids. Maybe it's playing hide and go see. Maybe it's playing a game. Maybe it's watching YouTube videos together. Maybe it's doing a puzzle together. Maybe it's, um, I don't know, going to the park. Find something that's going to make you happy in that moment so you don't dwell on what's not working. When you dwell on what's not working, a lot of times, you're not going to find solutions. But when you let go and you start to do something that's more positive, solutions will come to you because your mind is a little bit at peace. You get to see like a bit more joy in like your kid's face. And they're not dwelling on things that are not kid-like. Like, your kids shouldn't be worried about you paying the bill. Your kids shouldn't be worried about you uh, losing a house while they're at school. Your kids shouldn't be worried about you um, being sick and can't stand up and uh, just not being well. That's a lot for a kid to worry about when they're supposed to be doing kid-like things. And I remember seeing that with my mom because... She didn't have anyone living with her. There was no one there instantly to help. She never wanted to ask for help when she people were like a call away. And a lot of people avoided her because there was nothing they could get from her at a certain time. And I saw that. And that's when you grow up and you learn to limit your niceness with people. You learn to give people boundaries. You learn to tell people no. If you could tell somebody no for the sake of your kids being a bit more happy, do that. If people like like to take advantage of you and you see that they're getting over on time you should be spending with your kids or a quality dish you should be giving your kids, tell them no. Sometimes no is the best thing you could do for your kids. Sometimes no is the best thing you could do for your happiness. Just be happy. You have to be happy in order for you to have happy kids. My kids are very happy. And I don't have a lot. Bye. Bye. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.